0: It was only a few years after the Iron Curtain had come down that I was in Kiev, Ukraine getting ready to speak to about 12,000 people at a leadership conference. I was in the green room kind of going over my thoughts, and the interpreter came in, and we had a wonderful conversation. He said, I've read several of your books, and I'm delighted to do this for you, and he said, "I just want to say, before we go out that you have a challenge." And I said, "Well, what's the challenge?" He said, "I know that you believe that leaders add value to people." I said, "Yeah, I', I really believe that." He said, "Well, you've got a problem here, because you're going to speak to 12,000 people who have never had a leader add value to them. They don't understand that leaders add value to them, and when you go out and start talking to them about that, it's going to be a major disconnect." I said, "Well. Thanks for telling me, I'm only five minutes away. <laughs> and I can promise you in that five minutes, I had to internally regroup. I began to ask myself, how am I going to connect with them? Because all communicators connect on common ground. What, what am I going to say? What, what can I do that will allow us to, to get on the same page as quickly as possible? Because we're, we're literally going in two different ways. And so when I walked out on stage and I looked at them and I can tell you, as I looked into their faces, I could just by watching their faces tell that that leadership was something they did not understand at all. And I asked them two questions. I asked them question number one, have you ever been suspicious of leaders? Every hand was raised. And when they put their hand down, the second question I asked them is, have you ever had a leader hurt you? And every hand seemed to be raised. And then I talked to him about the fact that everything rises and falls on leadership because it does. And when good leadership is in place, everything rises. Leaders lift. That's what leaders do. Leaders lift. But when the leadership is bad, everything falls. You see, it's amazing about leadership and that is that if you are a leader, you have the ability to either truly bless people or curse people. And I was was talking to 12,000 people who had not felt that, lift. And as I talked to them, I said, I want to share with you tonight one thing that you've got to get right. Because you see, when Bill talked yesterday about uh, how to get from here to there, and what that graph of of a leader, you know, here's where they are, but this is where they need to go. I realized that there's no way to, for me in that hour and 20 minutes to take them from here to there, that, that I was just going to try to get them to want to go there. Because you see, before a leader can lead anyone, he or she has to find them. You gotta find the person before you lead the person. And so I shared with them, there's one thing I want you to get right. Now they're ready to lean in, they're ready to listen, listen because I'm not gonna talk a lot about leadership, it's not gonna be in depth, but but it's really the the first step of leadership. And that's all I wanna do, if I could accomplish that, and I knew the only way I could accomplish that is to get them to think intentionally. And the reason for that is because everything they thought about leadership was in a negative sense. And to turn something around, you have to become very intentional. And so I looked at them and I said, here's what I want you to do. This is the, this is the kind of the first step in leadership. This is how to just kind of get it right. Because to be honest with you, you, you've not seen it right a lot. I said, the one thing I want you to do is I want you to intentionally, every day, Add value to people. That's where I want you to start. Just every day I want you to intentionally add value to people. There's a thin line between motivating people, moving people, getting them to go from here to there, leader, leadership challenges, leadership responsibilities. There's a thin line between motivating people and manipulating people. And manipulating people, it's always wrong. A few years ago, I was speaking at the United Nations and I was speaking to the ambassadors and I realized all the different cultures that would be there and they wanted me to talk to them for two hours on leadership. And so I shared with them in that time period that there are three questions that followers ask leaders. Three questions. Doesn't matter the culture, doesn't matter the country, doesn't even matter the time. There are three questions that followers ask leaders. And question number one is, do you like me? Do you like me? Why would I want to follow someone that doesn't care for me? Question number two is, can you help me? I mean, if I follow you, is it going to get better? Are you going to lift me? I mean, why would I get in line if my life isn't going to be any better because of you? And the third question, can I trust you? Can I trust you? Are, are, are you going to take my life and are you going to manipulate it or are you going to take my life and are you truly going to make it better? And what's interesting about those three questions, I mean, do you like me? That's about compassion. You know, can you help me? That's about competence. You know, can I trust you? That That's about character. What's interesting about those three questions is basically those three questions that the person is asking, will you add value to my life? And intentionally, adding value to people, when we do it on an everyday, consistent basis, things begin to become absolutely amazing. Now, let me give you a visual. Everything worthwhile is uphill, everything. Life's not easy, never has been, isn't supposed to be. Everything that you and I have in our life, if it's precious and it's beautiful, it's uphill. If you have a great marriage, relationally, working on that every day, it's uphill all the way. Trust me. If you're going to be a healthy person, it's uphill all the way. It's uphill all the way. If, if you're going to be successful in life, if you're going to build a business, it, it, it's uphill all the way. Trust me, I've never heard a person that built a business or was successful and they ask, well, how did, you, how did you get here? I've never seen a person just look at the camera and say, well, I have no idea. <laughs> Honest to God, I just woke up. <laughs> woo No, that leader knows exactly how they got there because it's uphill all the way. And here's the problem people have uphill hopes and they have downhill habits. The only way that you and I can break a downhill habit is to get intentional in our life. In fact, that's the reason I wrote the book Intentional Living. Because all of a sudden, I began to understand and realize that people that I was trying to help lead and lift and, and get them to go to a, a whole new level, that until they could turn on that switch of intentional, They could never get to where they needed to get. I mean, trust me, folks, no one has ever spoken about accidental achievement. You see, intentional living is deliberate. You really have to think about it a long time. And it's consistent. It's more than one day. To go uphill, it's day in, day out, day in now, and I'm telling you, it's willful. You've got to come. I've got to come and, and make a choice in our life that we're going to live intentionally. And just like those folks in Kiev, when I looked at them and I said, you're going to have to be intentionally in everyday adding value to people. Why did I say that? Because it's uphill all the way. Because can I tell you something Significance. Significance is not about me. It's about others. Significance, it's all all uphill. It's all uphill. But but just as this significance is uphill of adding value as a leader to people every day, you have to understand there's a downhill habit that fights against significance, and that is selfishness. (laughs) Selfishness and significance are incompatible. And I know, I, I know. I know you say, boy, John, this is good stuff. Boy, I hope some people on my team are watching this in that simulcast. (laughs) I am so glad you're talking about this. Mm. Thank God. It's not my problem. Mm. So you think you're not selfish, huh? I think we are. If you don't think you're selfish, let me ask you a question when somebody takes a group picture of you and you look at that picture, who is the first person you look for? And, and if it's a good picture, I mean, you look good, you look good. That's how you determine it's a good picture. You look at and you say, oh my gosh. Good picture. Hey, send that to me. Send that. And if it's not a good picture, wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Let's do another one. Come on, let's regroup. Let's do another. Huh? You judge the whole picture on how good you look. Oh, but we're not selfish. And we don't take selfies. <laughs> The reason I teach intentional living is because most people they don't lead their life most people accept their life and when you accept your life it's unintentional and it's downhill but I'm going to give you what I call my my rule of five five things I do every day that intentionally adds value to people and I just want to give them to you because I, they're so simple. They're so simple, and, and, and what's so beautiful is every one of you can do it. In fact, take a moment and look at your neighbor right now and say, "Even you can do this." Go ahead and tell them that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh, you're not only saying even you can do this, you're telling them how they can do this. I can tell you that right now. You're you're going a lot farther than I asked you to go. In fact, look at the person that you just said even you can do this and say, why do you think I brought you here? I mean, hello. Uh All right, five. Five things I do every day. Number one, every day I value people. If you're going to add value to people intentionally, it all begins foundationally with valuing people. Now I'm a person of faith, and as I follow Jesus in all four Gospels, the conclusion I come after finishing the four, watching him take steps in a short time here. The one thing I come in conclusion when I look at Jesus, if you say John, what is the essence of Jesus? The essence of Jesus is that he values people. Oh, my. Nicodemus would say, Jesus values me. The Samaritan woman would say, Jesus values me. The thief on the cross would say, Jesus values me. Children would say, Jesus values me. And when he would tell stories, he would tell stories about the lost sheep and how he would leave the 99 to go find that one because of the value of that sheep. And he'd talk about the, the son that came home, that prodigal son. You just listen to the words of Jesus. You just watch the footsteps of Jesus. And Jesus valued people. And I just want you to know God values you. In fact, I, think it's, I, I just think it's a good exercise. Let's all say together, uh, together, God values me. Let's say it now. God values me. And look at your neighbor and let's say, God values you. God values you. Wow. Feel better, don't we? And, and, and I want you to, let, let's say this with me. Say this with me. God values people I don't know. God values people. It's true, isn't it? It's true. One more. Just, just say this one with me. God values people I don't like. We felt so good on the first three. It is, I mean, it's wonderful when we say, oh, God values people I don't know. Yes, yes, but those that I know I don't like. I I think we as Christ followers are going to have to make a choice. And I, I see this choice being pressed upon us more every day. I think as Christ followers, we're going to have to ask ourselves, are we going to spend our life connecting with people or correcting them? I tell you, I cannot stay here, but my heart breaks because I think those that are not people of faith, if they would look at us, they would see us much more as correctors than connectors and if we could just start valuing every person period end of story with the love of jesus we would be so attractive to people but listen to me you can't add value to people if you don't value people every day i value people number two every day i think of ways to add value to people I think of ways to add value to people. You see, intentional living is upfront thinking. You can't be intentional if you don't upfront think. And see, when you're upfront thinking, you're preparing. When you're, when you're back in thinking, you're repairing. And intentional living insist on intentional thinking and adding value to people means that every day I think of ways that I can add value to people. So what does that mean? That means this morning when I got up in my hotel room, I knew I was going to be speaking today. How can I add value to you? What can I say? I knew I'd have a few moments with Bill. Well, how can I add value to him? What, what can I say to him? And I'm consistently asking myself that question every morning. Who am I going to see and how can I add value to them? Who am I going to see and how am I going to add value to them? I have five grandchildren. When I'm with my grandchildren, we do this exercise all the time. We'll sit there around. They call me Papa. They call Margaret Mimi. Mar- Margaret, before the first grandchild was born, picked the names. <laughs> she looked at me. She said, the grandchildren are going to call me Mimi. I said, well, I like that. But she said, I don't want them to call you Pee-Pee. <laughs> I buy that too. <laughs> so, so they call me Papa, and I sit with their grandchildren, and I do this with their exercise all the time with them. I'll say, "Okay, kids, um, who are we going to see tomorrow, and, 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 and how are we going to add value to them?" And they'll talk to me about what they're going to do tomorrow and, and who they're going to add value to. And the other day, James, who's nine, he's the youngest. He, he said, "Papa," he said. Uh, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow to add value to people. I said, what is it, James? He said, I'm going to open doors for people. I said, I love that, buddy. I love that. He said, I'm I'm going to do more than that, Papa. He said, I'm intentional. He he said, I'm not only going to open doors. He said, I'm going to smile. (laughs) And he said, I'm not only going to smile, I'm going to say, have a good day. I said, you got it, James. You got it, buddy. Go get them. The next evening, he's on the phone with me. Papa, Papa, I opened 42 doors today. He's nine, and he's got it. He understands the value of intentionally, intentionally adding value to people. So every day I I value people. That's foundational. And every day I I think of ways to add value to people. And the third thing I do every day is every day I look for ways to add value to people. Now, Now I'm with them. And as I'm with them, I'm I'm looking for ways to add value to them. I I have my receptors out there. I'm I'm looking for ways to do that. You see, we we see things as we are, not as they are. And, And so what I've discovered and learned is this, is that when I am an added value liver, I intentionally live this added value life every day. Guess what? I begin to see ways to add value to people. If you're an added value liver, you'll become an added value looker. And so every day I look for ways to add value to people, especially people who don't even know me. Those are the ones I make sure every day I do. I want to add value to people who don't know me, who I'm passing through. They're never going to be able to repay me. I I just want to make sure that, that I have that opportunity. And then number four, every day. Every day I add value to others. This is the action item. Every day I make sure that I go from knowing to doing, from thinking and looking to making sure that it's action and at the end of the day, I ask myself, did I add value to people today? Did I add value to people today? My father's 94. When mother passed away a few years ago, we asked him to go into assisted care living, and, and, and he did. He's, he drives. He's still a, he's an amazing guy. He's just an amazing person. But we wanted to be close to good health care, so he's got a villa there. And he told me one day at lunch, he said, son, he said you have to understand I'm moving into the Villa First. They were just building. it, And he said, I'm going to be the first to move into the assisted care. And I said, oh, Dad, that's great. I said, why why do you want to be the first one to move in? And he said, well, son, I want to be there first. Because first of all, you know, son, old people are going to come here. (laughs) And he said, these old people, they're coming. They're nervous. And maybe this is the first time they've left their family. And he said, I want to be at the front door. And and I I want to shake their hand and say, my name's Melvin Maxwell and I live here, and you're going to like it here, and we're going to be friends. And that's exactly what my dad does. Every day. Every day. Add value to people. I value people. Look for ways, think for ways, do things that add value to people. Number five, every day I encourage others to add value to people. In fact, it's my mission in life. That's why I'm here today. I'm Encouraging you to begin to be intentional, uphill all the way, adding value to people from this day on.